much worse. Welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan Klein. And I'm Sergio. How's it going? It is going great. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's Friday night. I'm here recording a podcast. You know, what else could I ask for? It's true. I mean, it's Thursday night. So oh, Friday. it's Thursday night. Yeah. So you oh, so I'm really good then. Up for a sausage party. I'm yo. really good. We're going to watch it Friday morning, though. Friday morning sausage party. That's just my life on the daily, you know? Mm-hmm. Sausage yeah. party all day or a day. Yes. Oh, God. We're, we're giving away how early we recorded this episode yeah um anyway this is october everyone Ooh, spoopy ghosts Uh, goblins and witches oh my uh we're continuing our first films series i feel like i'm curating like an indie film festival um this is the second of our first film series we watched slither today yeah which is the first feature or directorial feature film from james gunn the director and writer of guardians of the galaxy Ooh, Brenna loves that movie. I do love that movie. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. James Gunn had written films before this. He wrote the remake of Dawn of the Dead that Zack Snyder did. Um, Ew. Sorry, I just don't it? like Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, most people agree that it's his best film. How does Zack Snyder keep finding work? He just keeps messing up the Marvel, or not, sorry, Marvel, the DC movies. I don't know, man. People pay money to see him, though, so that's really all that matters. Okay. Good for you, Zack. I mean, I guess, you know... You're laughing it all the way to the bank, so here I am. Yeah. Thursday night talking about you, so hats off to you, good sir. Uh, yeah, so we talked about Slither, and I'm going to read you the plot off the back of this DVD Ooh, that claims to be Lord. widescreen, but I'm not convinced. I mean, it seemed pretty widescreen when you tried changing it. Well, everything seemed all stretchy. I mean, it was what, from 2005, so they're probably still working out the kinks. Of cinema? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, prepare- DVDs were not... You know, big back then. In 2005? They were still releasing VHSs. I guess you're right. Okay. Prepare yourself for this terrifying, twisted, and chilling film that critics are calling the most entertaining horror movie in years. From the writer of 2004's Dawn of the Dead, see? Um, comes the deliciously... There are no snakes in this movie. Well, slither. It gives the impression or the illusion that there are snakes. They uh, slithered like snakes. They do, but they didn't s- like snakes. Slither like snakes. Okay, fine. Um, the deliciously demented story of an unnamed evil wreaking hack on a small town. Intent on devouring all life on Earth, this dark force is infecting anyone in its path. See, you also are in, like, what's that word? It's kind of fun. Inflecting? You're inflecting the snakes. Well, I'm doing it for you. Thank you. I'm just trying, I just want to have a good time here. <laughs> now, it's up to the local sheriff, Bill Party and his team to stop the spread of rampant devastation and shocking mutilation before it's too late. Was there an S in front of two? It was at the end of it's. Oh, okay, because it sounded like it was like... Too slate. It's too late. Like they're being a stew. I'm Sprennan, and this is Sergio, (laughs) reporting live from my living room. Uh, yeah, so we uh, rate we, did, we rate every movie on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality on a five-point scale. Let's start with scariness. Sergio, I'm really interested. Did this movie scare you at all? Um, No. 
Oh, really? Um, it didn't really scare me. Like I wasn't like, ooh, this is. I'm off the edge of my seat. Like, what's gonna happen if this happened to Elizabeth Banks? It's gonna happen to me. But I was genuinely like, concerned. You, you don't their... have to believe that everything's going on. Like, you don't have to believe that it's real to be scared. Yes, by I it. do. Yes, I do. All right. Were um, you scared by The Shining? Are you? Do you think like blood's gonna come pouring out of the elevator? Withdrawal is a very serious thing. So you know. Thank okay. You for bringing that up, Brennan. Okay. Rude. All right. So uh, for scariness, I'm gonna give it a three. But you weren't scared by it. Okay. You have to wait and let me finish. Okay. All right. I was um, worried about their characters. Okay. That is something okay. that I would say that made me scared. I was worried for Elizabeth Banks. Like, is she going to die? Of course not because she's the girl. Uh-huh. She's not going to die. Um, I felt bad for that one chick. I don't ever think I learned her name. Oh, the, the lesbian cop lady? No, not Diane. I'm giving her the name Diane. Uh, it's not a very. They should name her like Gert. I think it was Tracy or something. Okay. No, not not Tracy. Um, Gert. Whatever. Uh, I was worried about that daughter girl, the one who uh, lost like teenager? her entire family. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty like rough. Like you just lost your little sisters and your parents to this, these worms. Like granted, you didn't really like them to begin with, but but still, like I mean, that's gotta suck. No, that that's actually what I'm also giving it a three out of five because. I was worried for the characters, too, because that's how this works, Sergio. Uh It's a movie. No, Um, scares have to scare you. Okay. Sorry, I'm just interpreting it very literally. You know, it's just very, it's kind of Webster of me. I've been told that I'm very literal. You're like Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Character based on you in James Gunn's popular movie. Which one's Drax? Little squirrel? He was the wrestler one. The blue one that didn't get jokes. He was like, nothing goes over my head. I'd catch it. I'm too fast. I don't remember played by dave bautista i haven't seen him in so long was uh, he the muscly guy who was always star, shirtless yeah okay. breakout star of i don't think he was blue specter yeah he was blue i don't think he was blue he had like scars all over him wasn't he like red what movie did you watch i think he was like red or purple look up dave bautista well he's he's a normal human man i'm gonna look up drax <laughs> okay look up drax i remember him being red with like veins and shit well he had like bleep that out he was like blue with red trim. Okay, to be f- there is a lot of red to be fair. But okay, like he's so. like blue is his like primary. All right, I see red. Whatever. Tomato tomato. Anyway, um not important. I'm also giving this a 3 out of 5 screams, which I I didn't write that on our template. Screams. I should have. I'm giving it 3 out of 5 scream screams on scariness. No, like I was saying, the this film's willingness to kill off a pair of the kid girls is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that whole scene really, really got to me because like this teen girl is in this bathtub and there's all these little worms. Like, oh, sorry, I'm, I get distracted a lot, as evidenced by my uh, solo episode that I did on my birthday. Mm. That was a nightmare. But anyway, I guess we should talk a little bit about how like what the mechanics of this like zombie universe is. Because this film like combines a whole bunch of different genres, and it's very, very confusing at first, but it starts to make sense as you're going along. How many genres did you count? I call it the zombies. Oh, I guess you're right, because there's zombies, yeah. and then there's the there are aliens. aliens. And, okay, so basically, this meteor crashes into this small town of... what is It was called, like, Wheelie, wasn't I it? I think it was. Which is kind of hilarious. The Wheelie with, like, the deer show or whatever, the deer cheer. Yeah. This meteor crash lands in this small southern town in Canada. Well, it's filmed in Canada. Oh. They always use Canada and pretend it's the south. I don't know why. 
because they're just back like five years, just like this. All well, the South's back 50, so I shouldn't be mean to Canada. Fair enough. And this, it has these like little worm things in it that infect Michael Rooker, who you probably know as Merle in The Walking Dead, or that blue dude with the arrow in Guardians of the Galaxy. Still don't know any of these things. I need to show you that movie again. It was is... he Grant? Yeah, he was Grant Grant. Okay. Um, oh, his name was Grant Grant? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. His first name and last name were Grant. That makes sense, because she said that at least my first name isn't the same as my last. Uh-huh. I'm that's talking... why that happened. Okay. I didn't know. That that was the clue. He's like this alien pod queen now, and he in, like pr- impregnates some people, and they explode into a whole bunch of little worms that get into other people. How many people does he do that to? I don't even remember that one chick. We only see it happen to one, but it's implied that it's continued okay, happening. Okay, right. They form these little worm guys, and it's all part of this like hive mind thing, but the worms jump into your mouth and take over your brain and turn you into a zombie, basically. So it's just like all these things going on, and he's turning into this grotesque, hideous, from beyond flesh pile of people. Yeah, that was really gross. I <laughs> it's was, great. I was disgusted by it. I kind of wanted to stare away. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Shannon could not have because she hates worms so much. Well, worms are... I don't know why she would hate worms. They're great. They decompose things for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shannon, uh, listen to Sergio rhapsodize about worms, and maybe it'll help you face your fear. Uh, that's all I can say. They help decompose, they decompose things. things. Okay. Uh, they make the earth livable. With you in the middle. Yeah. So this girl's in the bathtub, and there, this worm slides into the bathtub with her. It's very Freddy Krueger, like where the claw comes out between yeah, the legs. That was totally Freddy versus Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. A nightmare for, on Elm Street. That's totally what that no, was. No. I mean, the original working title was Freddy versus Freddy, so you're right. Was it really? No. Oh. Oh. That's Although neat. I would watch that movie. Freddy versus Freddy. Like, you know, just him debating with himself about life's tough problems. Like, why am I doing this to these kids? Is it, no. have I not grown? I gotta, <laughs> I have to move on. You know, it's been eight movies. It's time to see what's next for Freddy. Cause you, you gotta be done with what you were doing. I like that. I, I mean, I was imagining kind of a Kramer versus Kramer situation where like they're fighting over custody of the glove. Oh, you know Kramer versus Kramer? Yeah, I've seen it. I've read an article about it with Meryl Streep. Uh-huh. Fucking, I hate Dustin Hoffman. Why? He's just such a jerk to her. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. No, not on the oh, movie, in real but life? on set. Like, oh, he made no. her life a living hell so that she could, like, act out that anger towards him. I hate method act. Okay, um, not to take... Also, for, we've digressed very far. But not to take, like, a really wicked stance, I guess. But I hate method actors so much. It's yeah. like, just act. Just mm-hmm. pretend. Yeah, it's not that hard. You're not you're not Brando right now, you know? Don't yeah. be Brando, Jared Leto. We're looking at you, oh Jared Leto. He, we were reading about Jared Leto's uh, activities on the set of Suicide Squad, and he was just, like, sending dead hogs to crew members, and it's like, you, you're you playing the Joker in, like, three scenes. Just take a chill pill and, like, yeah. laugh or whatever. And it wasn't a great performance. It wasn't. But, anyway, like, I just... That bothers me so much. Like, um, on the set of The Exorcist, William Friedkin would do things like shoot shoot a gun behind his actors to make them have, like, appropriately scared reactions mm-hmm. on film. And what I really love, the response that one of the actors gave, he was like, this is my job. Just mm-hmm. let me act. Like, yeah. let me pretend to be scared. I can do that. You're paying uh-huh. me to do this. Um, anyway, I just, that bothers me. But it's a totally fine thing for certain people. Dan Day Lewis doing a great job, but uh-huh. like a lot, some people take it too far. Well, that one's fine. You're just living in a in a, in the woods, trying to like you know, desegregate the world. You know, wasn't that what Lincoln did? 
the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. Yeah, um, Lincoln lived in a hut in the woods. He was an old hermit, and if he you lived came in a to, cabin, okay, if you visited him, he would grant you three wishes. <laughs> he lived in a cabin. He was born in a cabin. Well, same he thing. Like, he, <laughs> he lived. He moved to he, the White House. He lived as he was born. Well, I don't think Daniel Day Lewis like lived in the light in the White House. You know, maybe he did. I sh- look. Obama's pretty chill. He probably let him in. Hell no. Can you imagine that? Like, just Daniel Day-Lewis walking around, like, freshly wiping his butt with leaves. He <laughs> seems the type, like, he would do that. Anyway. Obama doesn't oh put up God. with that white nonsense. Anyway, in that scene, I just love How the, do we get to this? I don't even remember anymore. Um, <laughs> method acting. Talking about Suicide Squad. It doesn't matter. It's you lost to time. Me. Although everyone else knows by now. Um, 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 um. Yeah, so... The film's willingness to actually kill off kid characters, and then we watch this teen girl watch her sisters and parents perish at these worms and then try to kill her. And then um, Elizabeth Banks shows up, and all the worms are this hive mind that's in love with her, and they're just running down the street all screaming her name simultaneously. Is this really maudlin, like, really creepy scene? What's maudlin mean? Uh, I may have used that word wrong. Let me look it up. Uh, oh, I, I, I typed in Maudlin, but I was still on image search for Drex, so it was just a picture of a mime crying. <laughs> so um, what is it? Oh, Maudlin, self-pityingly or tearfully sentimental, often through drunkenness. Well, I used that wrong. <laughs> um, I think no, I meant drunk. to say you macabre. Used it correctly. I meant to say macabre. I'm so sorry, everyone. All right. I use context clues sometimes for words, and it's they don't okay. always work. It's okay. Um, we Better gotta than move me on. in my day with words. Mm-hmm. We've got to move on, Sergio. What's All your right. campiness score? And we can also include funniness because it's a very funny movie. Um, I gave it a four. And I for like my little note thing that you've set up, I just wrote, like, I mean, come on. like This movie is camp <laughs> is what it is. Yes. Um, it takes itself semi-seriously, I would say. Like It doesn't betray anything. It's pretty... Everything is pretty it, intact with one, with one another. It takes its concept seriously. Uh-huh. But like, it makes jokes. But it makes jokes, yeah. Um, it's aware that it's a pretty gross-looking movie, and yes, that you're just watching to yes. just like get off with the snakes. Uh, I didn't mean to phrase it like that, but but you know what I mean, right? Yep, get off with the snakes. Exactly, I got it. Well, there's no snakes. What the slithers? This is worms. They're slithers. They're not worms, Brennan. I'm pretty sure they're worms. They're night of the creeps. They're creeps. We should call them creeps. Uh, different should- movie. Well, I actually, I made Sergio watch Night of the Creeps to prepare for this film because Night of the Creeps, 1986 Fred Decker film, if you haven't seen it, watch it immediately. It's so fun. I made everybody watch it on my birthday and nobody liked it as much as me, but whatever. You guys are losers. Sorry. I mean, if Sorry, like, you want dad. a good time, just have a couple of drinks and then watch it with some friends and then make sure they're also loaded and then you guys can talk about Freddy versus Freddy and yeah. why he um, isn't moving anyway, on with his um, Night of the Creeps is also like a worm zombie film. Um, it's really fun, but we can call them creeps because that, let's face it, that's what they are. I feel like they look more like snakes than anything. They're worms. They're creeps. They're creeps. They're okay. far larger than worms are. My campiness score is also four out of five. Oh, we're just going to agree, aren't we? You're um, going to copy me. That's what you're doing. Okay. Because um, I'm sickening. I think uh, Nathan Fillion does a really good job of playing the role that Tom Atkins played in Night of the Creeps. Where it's just like the the cop in charge of the investigation or whatever who's giving all these like deadpan one liners. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Um, there's Nathan a, Fillion. Yeah, he's okay. 
Uh, well, there's a part where um, he has a grenade and his plan is to blow up Michael Rooker. Okay, that scene was great, but yes. Nathan Fillion was whatever. Like, he was bland I, 101. I, I liked him. Like, um, I'm looking at a picture of two bland dudes and he could fit right in here. I'd be like, well, oh, look, God, if you there's were, a third Eastwood on the cover of this magazine. If you were a 55-year-old woman, you would think yourself differently, young man. Uh, but, I mean, I'm not. I'm a 25-year-old stallion. <laughs> So. Cool, cool. Okay, so Nathan Fillion has this grenade. He wants to blow up Michael Rooker so he can kill all the other worm guys because it's the hive mind. He's the queen. The grenade immediately gets knocked out of his hand. Yeah. It falls into a pool, and then there's just little sad explosion in the pool, and just his reaction shot to that is this hilarious deadpan, like, what happened? I'm yeah. so mad at myself. It's like, what are we going to do now? That was our one plan. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And there's, oh, my God, there's this douchebag mayor who's – who survives so much of the film? Who plays, who plays the mayor? Oh, let me. It look reminds it up. me of Steven Gutenberg. Steven J. Gutenberg, at your service. Um, sorry, I just. Greg Henry is the guy who played the mayor. Um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He played Grandpa. Who? Oh, the one that was like, "Here, your mom's dead. Have a CD player." <laughs> it was a tape player. Whatever. You don't remember any of that movie, do you? <laughs> I knew it was a tape player. I just forgot. Okay, yep, exactly. A Walkman. It was a Walkman. Yeah. Yeah, so this marriage has been a douchebag throughout the entire film. Just talking about sleeping with ladies and calling people mean names and just being really obnoxious. Yeah, like when you're first in, like introduced to him, he's one of the worst people ever. Like, yeah. He has freaking like road rage yeah, in this small-ass town. Yeah. Like you can't there's, go there's around. There's like two cars and like a horse buggy and he has road rage. But there's this part, Um, the mayor has been like infected with the worm disease or whatever and he's like is eating these corpses and he's just really hating his life. And so he, he like crawls up to Bill the sheriff and asks him to kill him and like without a second yeah. thought he just shoots him in the head. It he was, does what we all want to do. He just lets him go. It was great. Like just there was no waffling about that decision which I loved. And also there's uh, a scene that I really really liked that it combined the funniness and the scariness the best the mom of the teen girl is like you gotta go to bed early because we have family fun day in the morning and then when she becomes zombified she's like like you gotta come join us it's family fun yeah. day and it's it's terrifying but it's also it's just really, really funny. silly I like I think James Gunn can meld humor into his like genre movies really yeah well. you like see it. you see like the inklings of what would t- what would one day become the Guardians of the Galaxy with this movie? Oh, totally. One thing that I really liked, and I guess I shouldn't mention it in Campanese, but quality was the score. I felt like he had really good music. Not score, sorry, like the soundtrack to oh, the oh okay yeah to the to the movie. I felt like he had really every woman in the world to me. Yeah, what's your effects score? Um, I gave it four to five. I found it really gross. I was turned off by the blobby things and the snakes and the guts and the and yeah. But uh, it was really good. It, it it got under your skin, quite literally, if you were, yeah. you know, the snakes. Yeah, they get into everyone's skin. But yeah, I... I oh God, I'm also giving it a four out of five. I feel like such a copycat. I should start the next one, so I don't seem like I'm copying you. There's a man that gets split in half and all his guts spill out. There's the lady who becomes a giant egg sack, and she looks like a... Well, it's just like a face sticking out of this giant flesh ball yeah she looks like an adult blueberry girl yes uh violet beauregard is it beauregard yeah we went through this last yeah, on your we, birthday when mm-hmm. i was like she's not veruca salt the squirrel one no i thought it was violet um baudelaire and oh, i was baudelaire. like yeah she's i was like that's the series events. of unfortunate events brennan hoity toity me but i was so wrong 
Yeah, she looks like that, but she also looks like there's this character in Doctor Who, and I hate that I'm referencing Doctor Who, but I've only I've only I've seen like the first season because Henry forced me to watch it. But there's this lady who's like the oldest woman in the world or whatever, and she's just like a piece of skin stretched on this rack, and there's a little face on it, and that's kind of what it reminded me of. I never saw the series or the show that everybody loves so mm-hmm. dearly. I like yeah. it when people dress up like him as Hall- for Halloween, though. With the little fez and stuff? With the, like the bow tie? Oh, okay. And his little costume? Mm-hmm. The little it's... red hat, too. I haven't seen anyone with a red hat. And I'm okay. like, oh my god, you're so cool. I've never seen that show, but I just assume you're cool because that's a thing that people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, just the effects are so drippy and goopy, and it reminds me of From Beyond, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, lots of lots of things poking out of openings. It's great. Um, and like that reaction that you had. So I I'm more of a veteran gore hound than you are. No, I hate gore. I know it's, I hate it's gore. so. Uh, it's one so time, me and Brennan, we saw that one movie. What was Green it called? Room. Green Room. I was gonna say the Green Inferno. Uh, we saw that too. We did. You liked that one though, right? That one was, uh, was whatever. It's more campy than anything. Uh, we saw the Green Room and like. Him and the freaking jerks, the Nazi skinheads in the audience, were just laughing at certain scenes in the movie. Oh yeah. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you all? Like, you're going to burn in hell. No, I literally, I remember, because <laughs> there's just all this, there's this part where, I, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's a super intensely gore movie, and most of it's really visceral, and I understand why you had that reaction. Mm-hmm. But there's a part that is kind of a gag that's played for laughs, and Serge's so like, you're all sick. You're sick. You are and sick. It made it turned my stomach. That movie. It was a good movie. Like I would recommend you watch it, but just be aware that if you are sensitive to to the blood, like as as I am, you're gonna you're gonna be worse for wear afterwards. I'm so sorry. But it but it's scary. So I don't know. I, I'm just I'm conflicted. You know. Well, I mean, if 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 you're not the part of the like if you don't have that part of your brain that's like yeah gore woo that's that's awesome like let's go like the lizard brain that a lot of horror fans have mm-hmm. um it at least works in the sense of like this is horrifying and disgusting and like adds to my horror reaction to it mm-hmm. i'm gonna start the quality score so i don't copy you i'm really really having a hard time picking a side on this one because i love i've gave this movie threes and fours throughout everything um like if i had a numerical score i'd give it a seven out of ten and so i'm just like right in the middle of our system um but i'm gonna land on three out of five (gasps) i know um i love watching this movie and i recommend it above all else to anyone to watch it but it's uh it's b horror yeah it's it's a b movie it not b movie because the movie was terrible um or buzz yeah um it's i it just feels a little empty sometimes like it's a little uh what's the word i mean like it's so much fun to watch and it's so great and the effects are awesome and the jokes mm-hmm. are awesome but there's like by the it's a well done movie yeah at the end of it it just it feels like a it's a cotton candy blast of a movie like it breezes by and then it's over and you're like did i get anything out of that and it's like not really but it's so much fun Mm-hmm. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I like that combination of all the genres. Like, I love The Blob. I love Night of the Creeps. Like, all of my favorite movies are in this movie, which might be why I, I don't, like, think it's brilliant because it I see, like, where it's copying a lot of things that I like, and mm-hmm. it's, like, a slightly paler imitation, mm-hmm. but it's still awesome. Mm-hmm. What What's your score? I gave it 3.5 out of 5. 
Um, where Ooh, that's went. what I would do if I let myself do point fives. I struggled with giving it this high of a score because I was like, okay, this is a B film. <laughs> you're sick. You're all sick. No, um, because I remember when I first saw the advertisement for this movie back when I was, I think, in middle school. Oh, or you high actually school, saw ads for it? I saw ads for it. My cousin actually wanted to see it, and I was like, this, that movie looks like whatever. Like, why would you want to see it? Anywho, side story. Um, That's awesome. Aside, I just, it doesn't seem like something I would want to watch in my own wheelhouse. Like, since I've started watching movies with you, I have grown accustomed or have grown a fondness for campiness. But this I, movie like, isn't. If there's one thing I could have imparted upon you, I'm so glad it was that. Uh, yeah, that was great. Brats, watch it, rent it, love it. Um, I appreciate the campiness of it, but the movie's just not really for me. I wouldn't okay. really watch it again. I know you like this movie a lot. Um, but it's not it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not Sicario or, or you know. You like the more psychological, real, realistic yeah. stuff. You're like, I'm totally this looking. This couldn't really happen. What? I'm totally, like, I would probably watch Green Room again before I watch this. Wow. Because Green Room was really good. Like, I could see this totally happening. Like, people being this sick and demented. <sighs> no. Movies don't have to be real. I like them to be. Okay. I know they're not. Like, I can appreciate, like, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Streets, the... Um, what the hell else is there? The extra, well, the exorcist could be real. Um, okay, sure. Uh-huh. Um, the conjurings, like I'm aware that there is a certain amount of like give for you to be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's just not for me. I'm not into just wackiness, I would say in order to be scared. But okay. humor usually has to be like more on point for me to appreciate it fully. Fine. Sorry. I, I respect your opinion. Like, yeah, like screams and the your nexus of the world. But for, for this one, it's just it's not quite there, which is why it's 3.5. Okay. And I feel like I was being pretty generous with that score. Okay. That's fine. Also, I want to watch that movie with the, the skinhead Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, Im, uh, Imperium. Imperium. That's what it's yeah. called. Imperio is now Imperium. <gasps> Sneaky. Okay. So let's move on to champion dialogue. What's your champion dialogue, Sergio? Like, Elizabeth Banks, is she on the phone at this point, or is this before or after? I think it's before. Never mind, she's not on the phone. Sorry, um, I don't remember the scene exactly. Okay, Michael Rooker's face is getting all these, like, swollen pustules on it, because, like, it's just, like, the weird alien thing, like, the host body's, like, rejecting huh? it or something. It's and just his reaction to it. Yeah, and she looks at him stepping out of the shadows, and she's all horrified. <gasps> Baby, what happened to your face? It's just a bee sting. And um, I just thought it was really, really good. It's really funny. It was really funny. Yeah, like he he so tries to underplay it, but he's just like <laughs> oozing and dripping and horrifying to look at. Yeah, and he just wants her to love him. Mm-hmm. I really do believe in their love, you know. It's a love story for the ages. Much better than what was the love story I hated? Lust, lust, caution. No, Twilight. That too. My champion dialogue is from the terrible, terrible sheriff. He comes in to bother. No, sorry. Oh my god, it's from the terrible, terrible mayor. He comes in to bother sheriff chief. Nathan Fillion oh my god he comes in to bother Chief Nathan Fillion and this is just their conversation that they have about the uh, the executive what the community board I don't know like I don't know who is like in charge of this mayor man Um, (laughs) but people are up his ass about uh, the disappearance of Michael Rooker yeah and that's what they say I just I love like the turnaround on that line I don't know I just like ribaldry that's played off so casually, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I was really amused by that line. Let's move on. This is normally where we do our like genre check-in. Like, how do we what have we learned about vampires? But instead, 
we're gonna compare. Oh, there's this. nothing about vampires. Yeah, that was a failure. Uh, bingo was. I learned a nothing from this movie about vampires. There's no vampires in this no, movie. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, well, because like, I know what you're saying. Okay. I'm just messing with you. I hate you so much. We're gonna talk about it in terms of James Gunn's career, mainly Guardians of the Galaxy, because that's like all we've seen. Yeah, and I, not even me, apparently. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we can do this because. That movie is not inside your brain anymore. I think I was super hungry that night. No, I was hungry. Lego yeah. Oh, was wasn't that the Lego movie? That was Lego movie where I was like starving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a freaking sandwich, but whatever. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, because that was your fault. It was my fault. Miscommunication. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh God. Oh no. Okay. Um. James. What's, oh no. Well, I'm looking at James Gunn's filmography, and apparently he did a segment in Movie Forty Three. Did he really? I hated that movie so much. What? It's just a fun movie. Maybe he did the one segment you liked. Maybe. I'm going to look that up. Um, but he did Guardians of the Galaxy. He did Super with Rain Wilson. Did you see that? Um, No, I didn't. But I know that he met Rain Wilson through his wife or something. Yeah. Uh, he was... James Gunn was married to Jenna Fisher. They aren't anymore, which is sad. But yeah, I love this story. Jenna Fisher plays a small part in this movie. She plays the secretary at the mm-hmm. uh, sheriff's station. And her role in this movie was a birthday present because the original actress dropped out. And James Gunn's like, I know you like zombie movies, so I got you this role in my movie. And she's like screamed with joy, and she was so excited. That's such a good story. I, Yay, so Jenna cute. Fisher. Has he done anything else? Feature films, he's done uh, Super, which is how he got Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy and Slither. That's how he got that movie was because of Super? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like that big of a movie. No, but see, Marvel has been looking at all the indie stuff to get their directors lately. That's cool. Which, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Take notes, DC, Warner Brothers Entertainment, and Lionsgate, I guess, because you guys have been making some crap. Uh, versus Guardians of the Galaxy. We've kind of actually talked about it a lot um, throughout this conversation, so I guess there's not too much more to add. But there's definitely the seeds of Guardians in there. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, there was a pretty great score. Not score. Why do I keep saying score? Soundtrack. I have no idea. I just don't know movie terms. Uh, there was a really good soundtrack to the movie. Um, there was that lady song. You're every woman in the world, world to, to me. me. There was a sex song, and it's a great choice. Yeah, it's and so they keep playing over and over again. Yeah, that super romantic score plays over most of the grossest stuff at the end. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a great, like, ironic sense of scoring a movie. Uh-huh. Because that carries over to Guardians of the Galaxy, where like I feel like that soundtrack was just one of the best of the year. Yes, and um, because it's like this futuristic sci-fi, and it's all these like uh, oldie time classic rock songs. Yeah, yeah, like everybody knows and can sing along to, while they're watching the Guardians save the world from Bagul. Yeah, it, what it, whatever the villain does not matter in that movie. Tyro Tyranus. Uh, Ronan. Tyrone. Ronan. Ty- it was Tyranos, wasn't it? It was Lee Pace, and he played Ronan. He, look, uh. You should you should just defer to my knowledge on this film because you clearly have What's not Tyranos? seen it. Was Tyranos? Is he the other one? Who? The like even uglier one? A Thanos. Thanos. He was the purple Jay Leno. Okay, and he's like the villain in the next one, right? I think and he's going to be the uh, yeah in Infinity War. Okay, because he has to like collect all the gems for his Infinity Gauntlet because uh-huh. this is a video game. <laughs> yeah, video game. If you've seen Slither and want to share your opinions with it, um, if you want to teach Sergio about guardians of the galaxy facts just dump them on our twitter at scream 101 pod you can find us on facebook at scream 101 podcast you can email us uh guardians of the galaxy pictures trivia and uh soundtrack 
bites at uh, scream101podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars like I wish I could give to Slither, but I didn't. Next week. Did you know that one of the critters that um, uh, Grant killed, one of the raccoons, went on to play the raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh my god, that's awesome. Trivia and you didn't know. You it, heard it here first. Yeah, and he actually played the raccoon in Pocahontas before this. That was like his big break. I know. Um, anyway, uh, next week. But then he decided to go a little bit more risque, you know, break uh-huh. away from the Disney the way all the kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he made this movie. Speaking of breaking away from a career that we associate him with, James Cameron. What do you know about the man? Um, I know he made Titanic. Yeah, I made He made Avatar. Only the um, biggest movie ever made. He's made, like, I guess the two biggest movies ever. Yeah, and he made Terminator and T2. I didn't really care for those. And, oh, um, I'm sorry. Those are awesome movies. Well, I mean, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in them, and he went on to ruin the state of California, so. Did he ruin us? Yes, did he, he did. Did he cause the drought? Yes, he did. Oh, that's too bad. Um, He made Aliens. He made a whole bunch of really beloved properties that made so much money. But his first film was a little film called Piranha 2, The Spawning. Yeah. You know, there eventually went on to be a Piranha 3D. Yes. And then uh, the sequel to that was Piranha 3 Double D. Did you ever see either of them? Uh, No, I haven't seen those ones. Um, Actually, this is going to be the first Piranha film that I've seen. Maybe I'll I'll try to watch the original Piranha. Matt is pissed off at you for not watching them in sequential order maybe i'm I'm a little pissed off at myself for that um i might try to catch piranha before we watch it but no promises i feel like i might have seen piranha at one point tbh i don't know uh that's an interesting franchise though it's gotten some really good directors mm-hmm. um the first one was directed by joe dante who did uh, gremlins oh, okay uh the second one was directed by james james freaking cameron mm-hmm. the remake was directed by alexander aha who did uh he did well he did the remake of the hills have eyes but he also did i think high tension the french movie oh i like that movie horns which you didn't see um yeah like a really interesting franchise i'm super excited to explore it and see like if there's any nugget of james cameron in there because piranha 2 is probably i i don't have the the charts the spreadsheets in front of me it's it's probably his movie that made the least amount of money Mm -hmm. um but yeah, that's what we're doing next week. Please join us. I'm very excited to be exploring this for our October month session. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you next week, and good luck on your journey. Stay gold, beautiful people. Stay gold. Good night. God bless. May the sun forever shine also, on your feet. Also, Baskin Robbins, if you give yeah, us a five star. Out. So, you know, do that. Have fun. Bye. Okay, can you start talking? Bars. Oh, yep. That was very loud. I just said bars. No, I... You made a mistake? That was on you. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't blaming you. No, I know. I was just being a jerk. Yep. Scariness. I don't know if we as gay men should like perpetuate the, the lisp. Maybe we shouldn't. I feel but like it's we're the, holding back the cause. We're making everybody thinks gay men are snakes. I hate that stereotype. <laughs> um, don't call me out of my. I'm only my asking because I don't know, okay? And I've had a day where I have just messed up with words. If you guys want to know, feel free to ask me about it because it was a really traumatizing day with me with words.
Oh, someone someone in this cast was named Xantha, which is cool. What kind of name is Xantha? Um, twerk it, babe. Sorry, ignore that. Cross that out. That's edit that in post. I will. All right. This episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out! The podcast is coming from inside the house. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.